Okay, how is it going? So welcome to another episode of the Leo Alves podcast. I did tell you that I was going to be going hard on these podcast episodes this month. No particular reason why, I just feel like I've never really been super consistent with podcasts, nor have I done many solo podcast episodes that I've just decided for this month of April, I am going to go absolutely ham on them. I'm just going to go hard on these podcasts and I'm going to, I'm going to release one once every, one every maybe three to five days. I'll just get another one out. I'll, I'll cover a subject. I'll put a poll up on my story asking you what you want me to cover. And then whichever answer gets the most votes, I'll make a podcast episode on it next. So today's one and uh, the most popular vote was for what would I do if I was starting my fitness journey from scratch? I'll mostly speak about myself in this episode. What would I do if I went back, I don't know how many years ago, before I'd ever stepped in a gym and I was starting from square one? I'm going to speak about myself because otherwise there's way too much context. You know, everyone is different. Uh, everyone could maybe do different stuff. But if I was to specifically speak about myself, then I can be more precise in what I'm going to say. And then you can obviously take inspiration from what you perhaps like, what you like the sound of. If you have a, a similar goal to mine when I first started out, then this could be perfect for you regardless. So my goal when starting out was, uh, I would say I, I did struggle with my weight for, I would say for a while, I was probably skinny fat. And then in the last few months before I started going to the gym, I was, was definitely starting to get more overweight. So my main goal was to lose weight. That was number one. Second, gain muscle. So I think, you know, that's going to be for quite a lot of people out there or the members that I generally work with. Uh, before starting this episode, I do want to say, if you can hear any background noises, there are a lot of birds chirping in the background. I have no idea if you can hear that. If you can, then uh, you know what it is. And it, better birds chirping than uh, car horns or, or something, am I right? So uh, if you can hear that, then, then you know you might hear my dogs every once in a while. Uh, they're sleeping right now, so maybe they'll stay like that for the duration of this podcast episode. But otherwise, I'm going to get stuck in. So what would I do if I was starting from scratch? I'm going to name, I don't know, I've got about six or seven points on a list in front of me that I've written down uh, as I was thinking about this before I started the podcast episode. And yeah, I am going to go over it in kind of in no particular order. Number one. So point number one. And this point, I know you're going to hear me say it. And I know you're going to be like, of course, Leo is saying that, you know, he is a coach after all, you know, maybe he's trying to make me buy from him. First of all, I don't care if you buy, if you ever hire me or not to help you out that I honestly, I couldn't care less. That's up to you. If you want to, then great. I would love to work with you. But if you don't and you decide to go for someone, someone else, then, then go for it. The most important thing is that you manage to make progress and you get the help you need. Or if you decide no, uh, hire no one, then that's also fine. Again, I'm just telling you what I would genuinely do if I went back in time and could restart from square one. So what I would do is if I had the money for it, which at the time I probably didn't because I was a teenager, I was probably about 17 when I first started, I, I would hire a coach. I would hire a coach because I'm not even going to say the first few weeks or months of you know me trying to work on my fitness was uh, me going around in circles. I would say it was the first few years. I was going around in circle for year, circles for years because I had no idea what in the hell I was doing. I, I wouldn't say I ever had any sort of gym intimidation. I, for some reason, I just didn't. I loved it from day one. I really enjoyed it. I would I would make a 40-minute journey one way and a 40-minute journey back just to go. And I was pretty consistent with that. 
But the whole time, I remember not just hardly making any progress. And I didn't know why. And I would educate myself and I would read more about training and nutrition and watch YouTube videos, etc. But it took a long time just for me to understand the basics. And looking back, it probably took me about four years. Four years, maybe five. I would say probably five. And that is a long damn time to be spinning my wheels. And, you know, sometimes, yeah, people do go around in decades in circles, potentially you included. And if that is you, then and you've never had a coach before, then I don't know what you're waiting for. And the reason why I can say this with confidence that I would hire a coach going back in time, you know, it's not just me trying to, to plug my coaching in any sort of way. It's because I legit ended up doing it. I done it. When I was five years in, I remember thinking, nah, this is not okay because I am consistent as hell with showing up to the gym. What I thought was me doing well with my nutrition and I am not getting results. Something is wrong and I do not know what and I need to I need to reach out to someone who knows more than me, who has dedicated to their life to learning about this. I'll give them the money and they give me the education and do that and I'll be with them for at least a year. For whatever it's worth, I was actually with them for about two years, but... I'll be with them at least a year. This was my trial of four. And then it will be a long-term investment. It was because guess what? My progress absolutely flew that year. I made more progress in one year than I had done in five. And, and it wasn't even close. Light years ahead of what I had ever achieved. So yeah, I would go back and I would hire a coach if I had the money for it. If I didn't have the money for it, I would uh, reach out to coaches on Instagram, maybe ask them questions which it wasn't really as much of a thing back then, but I would educate myself on YouTube, watch the training, uh, nutrition videos. And if you think that sounds long, you know, better that than spinning your wheels for five, 10 years, am I right? So uh, you could either do that or reach out to someone to help you if you have the money for it. By the way, if you are in, in thinking about coaching, I will put the, the link in the show notes just so you can check it out and see what you think. But otherwise going on to the next point. So, so I, I would start with resistance training. I would start weight training because that would you know it, it would just do me the world of good and looking back yeah i was quite i was quite weak because i'd never lifted weights before you know i was a i was a skinny teenager didn't skinny i say well i was more overweight when i did go to the gym but you know i, I had no muscle on me uh, or minimal i should say everyone has muscle but not much i didn't ever practice anything related to weights and i, I would definitely start off with resistance training ideally find out what a progressive overload is and go from there and each week I would pick a workout split that wouldn't, that isn't a bro split. And by bro split, I mean, I wouldn't, because this is what I'd done when I started and potentially you as well. It's like, I would do legs on one day, shoulders on another day, arms on another day. And sometimes I wouldn't even do legs because I don't want that. I'll do like arms twice a week and then chest on one day and then back on another day and then shoulders on another day and then just completely skip legs. That's obviously not a very effective way to train at all. I would go back and I would do something like a push-pull legs or an upper-lower split. A full body workouts could also be a great idea, but just a split where there's more frequency on the muscles throughout the week and it does allow me to, to target my entire body as I'm, uh, as I'm training. A really important point that I think is good for you to know alongside resistance training, and I really wish I knew this when I first started, is that do not get obsessed with aesthetic goals. Like, okay, aesthetic goals are nice, and yeah, there's no nothing wrong with wanting to look better. And that is why I started in the gym, and as I'm sure it's why a lot of people start at the gym. But if you make looking better your only goal, I guarantee you, you are never going to be happy with your rate of progress or how you look or how you're doing. You're always going to see something that you feel could be better. And I see people they're going around in circles with this for years. I think it's a very easy way to drive yourself crazy. I would say for the past year, 
maybe the past year and a half, it's the first time where I've really been like, you know what, I'm not obsessed with that at all now. Yeah, like looking nicer is definitely a, it's a, it's a nice side effect of it all, but it's not the re- main reason I do it anymore. And it used to be. Nowadays, I really focus on performance goals. What are performance goals like? It could be doing your first push-up, getting your first chin-up, or maybe doing eight, ten, your first 10 full range of motion push-ups, deadlifting your body weight, squatting half your body weight, you know, things like that. Whatever it's worth, I just hit my first performance goal of 2022 the other day since I joined the gym. I managed to chin up 100 kg for a few reps. And the reason why I really love that is because now you have a lot more control over your performance than you do with the way you specifically look on a certain body part, which is, again, it's a slippery slope to go down. But if you're hitting your performance goals, if you do, if you say, okay, I want to get my first chin up and deadlift my body weight. If you manage to achieve those things, do you think you're not going to look better anyway? Exactly. Of course, you're going to look better. But that's not your focus anymore. Now your focus on is on lifting more weight, which is it's a lot healthier, to be honest, mentally. And just for the sake of long term sustainability, you're not going to be so obsessed with the way you always look, which is, again, something I'm always seeing within this industry. So performance goals, number one, improving the way you look is the nice bonus. And, and I think that's really something that you should consider. Now, another point that I would make if I was starting out is that I, would, I wouldn't be afraid to start slowly. And I think that's something I didn't really understand back then. I felt like when I was first starting out, I had to do, you know, I had to go to the gym five times a week. I had to, I had to get all the supplements. I had to nail my calories, hit my protein goals, hit my carbohydrate goals, hit my fat goals. And to be honest, back then, that was that was really not necessary for where I was at at all, and potentially you included. And by starting slowly, I would have said, you know what, Leo, if you're starting out, don't hesitate to, to go to the gym just three times a week. Do three times a week. If you have time for more, then great. But make it three times a week your minimum goal. And if you're going to track calories, which I actually did, that was like the first thing I ever tried when it came to nutrition. It worked very well for me, actually. Again, it's not for everyone, but it personally, it did work for me when I was 17 or 18. I just, I don't know what my thought process was when I decided I was going to track calories, but I just did it. And just track calories and protein. Don't worry about carbohydrates and fats because you're just starting out. Right now, let's not overwhelm ourselves too much, which is what I think I, I did a tiny bit. So I think that's also a very important thing to, to notice because right now, let's put it this way. If you're starting your fitness journey and you're going five days a week or six days a week, that's your aim. And then you're trying to like eat completely clean, quote unquote, no junk foods, trying to track every single macronutrient to a T, you are going to overwhelm yourself. And the, the issue with that is that you're going to perceive anything less as failure. Whereas if you establish what are actual more logical and sensible goals from the start and sustainable too, then you're not going to deem anything less as failure. You're going to know you're doing a bloody good job. If you're going to the gym three times a week consistently, you're eating more vegetables, you're eating more protein. Let's say that's your, those are your goals, which is obviously going to be a lot bloody better than you were doing before you started, then that's great. You're on a good path. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Keep doing what you're doing because again, your habits are already better than they were before you'd started. And now it can only keep getting better. The more you build up that momentum, the more you keep going in and the more you get that experience just from doing this journey. Another point that I think is really important to speak about for you as well, I think this is just a great topic for maybe more newbies in the gym, is that do cardio, but not the intention of fat burn. Do cardio for the cardiovascular benefits, because I also think doing any sort of exercise, whether it's resistance training or cardio, specifically for trying to burn fat, that 
has the potential to also be another slippery slope. It can potentially build up a negative relationship with your exercise because now you're exercising primarily with the thought to lose fat and not, you know, to, to be a healthier you, to get stronger, to get fitter, potentially get faster, to build more muscle, which is what you want to be looking at. Because now if you're going always, you know, we're trying to burn as many calories as possible to, to purely burn fat. Again, these are two things that, A, if that's your intention when you're going into exercise, then it's likely you're struggling because that shouldn't be your intention when you go into exercise. And the reason why I say that as well is because you shouldn't have to worry about, you know, how many calories you're burning in a session. Because trying to burn as many calories as possible isn't even a valid indicator of progress or anything. It's not even hard to burn calories. If you want to burn calories, you can go jump up and down like a headless chicken for 10 minutes. You'll burn calories, but that's not very smart or effective exercise either. And for whatever it's worth, the smartwatch or the gym machine that you are using to record how many calories you burn ironically isn't even accurate with some studies showing that these smartwatches when it comes to calories burnt are up to 70% inaccurate which is a lot. So overall specifically training to burn as many calories as possible is a, is a very slippery slope to go down and one you I would strongly recommend avoiding. Again focus on your performance. Now this again this is going to be quite a short podcast I, I don't know it's probably around 20 minutes. So another really, uh, really important point that I want to mention is focus on on nailing consistency before adding more and this is something i really didn't tell myself back then i think it's, it's like i said i was so caught up on trying to do more and more and more and more because man this fitness journey was so exciting for me mostly because like i was that guy who brought every supplement under the sun and it was just so easy to, to get me to buy something new because again you put some fancy colors on it fancy branding fancy font and i i probably brought it like i always was buying gym clothes i always was buying supplements i had all the gear and no idea i think this is something to to really emphasize is that you really want to focus on consistency with what you are currently doing before you're trying to add more and more and more if you're currently struggling to to go to the gym let's say three times a week again and because of that you feel like you're slacking your results could be better so you tell yourself okay you know what i've been really bad at going to the gym three times a week so I need to start pushing myself seriously. I'm going to start aiming for five times a week. Or let's put it in the context of, let's say you're tracking your calories, but you are not really consistent with it. Like you kind of sometimes do it. You kind of sometimes don't do it. Consistency is probably around 50%, 60% mark. And because of that, you're not really losing weight. And because you're not really losing weight, you're thinking of decreasing your calories even further, almost as if to try and speed up the process even more. But why would that make sense? Of course, that does not make sense. Why would you decrease your calories even more if you're not even being consistent with your current calorie goal? You're just going to make life harder for yourself. Be consistent with what you're currently trying to aim for. And I guarantee you results will happen. And you might be hearing those examples and think, oh man, Leo, you're exaggerating big time. But you know what? These are two things I see happen very often and it's essentially something that you've been doing too. Again, if this was just me talking to myself to a 17 year or 18 year old Leo, I would potentially leave it at that. But if I was to add something else, depending on the person, actually, considering my goal was also weight loss now I think about it, I think I would have done really well to have a step goal in place, but I didn't see the value in walking more. I thought, you know, that was just, to put it bluntly, I thought it was just a bit of bullshit. 
you know, walking more. What the hell? What does that do? That's that's nothing. That's I, I need something more intense than that, more exciting than that. Don't get me wrong, to be honest, I always loved walking and I walked a lot, but I didn't really think about it in the aspect of what it would do for me physically and mentally and the improvements it would have there. Walking more only really clicked for me when I was watching one of my favorite fitness YouTubers when I was a teenager and his advice was always great. And I remember just, he was answering some guy's question and, and he just told, he, he was, the guy was basically saying he had no idea where to start on his fitness journey. And, and uh, the YouTuber, who was called Elliot Hulse, I don't think he really makes fitness content anymore, sadly. He, uh, he just told the guy to, to start walking. And I remember when I was watching that video, it clicked for me and I was like, shit, that is a very good point. And, and he was speaking about it in more depth and I was like, wow, this makes so much sense. So as you can see, a lot of what I know is obviously just because I've heard it from other people, I've experienced it myself. And I think adding a step goal for someone that's just starting out is a, is a very good thing to do because A, you know, walking more, it's, it's easy. It's a lot easier doing, I don't know, a few more steps in your day rather than go completely out of your way to do an entire HIIT workout or something. Do you know what I mean? And the other plus side about walking more is that it's very low impact. Injury risk from walking is minimal. So that's obviously a big plus as well. And it's going to be extremely beginner friendly. And I think that's a, that's a great place to start. If you don't know what you should aim for, for a, for a step goal, then... I'd suggest look at your average for the past month. Let's say if your average for the past month was 6,000 steps, I'd probably maybe aim for two and a half, 3,000 more and then start with that and then see how it feels. So yeah, if your step goal was 6,000, then I'd probably aim for eight and a half thousand, 9,000 steps daily. Do your best to be consistent with that and then see how it goes. And, and that would definitely be a great place to start. Now, before finishing, I also want to mention that supplements. And to be honest, I probably should have mentioned this earlier. If I had the money for it back then, I would have, only brought a whey protein and creatine. You could potentially make an argument for omega-3 and, and a multivitamin, but the reason why I say this is because if you saw the amount of supplements that I used to have in my room at one time, it was insane. It was like you were in a supplement store. And I do have an excuse, it's because I did actually work in a supplement store and the, the discounts that staff would get were really nice sometimes that I just couldn't help myself. I would get a lot of stuff for dirt cheap, but again, it just built up so much in my room I'm going to be honest, it was ridiculous. Looking back, half of them were crap. They don't even work. And again, it was just like, I had like, I don't know, 15 supplements in my room. And I was just that guy who had been going to the gym for four years and had made zero progress. Because again, I didn't know what I was doing. I, I refused to reach out to anyone for help. And that was silly of me because I was stubborn for that. That's not to say time was wasted because I think, you know, that experience is very valuable to me now and being able to relate to a lot of people that I work with. But again, could have easily been avoided. And if I had any advice for you, it would be to probably just don't go for supplements unless it's like some sort of protein powder because protein powders kind of help immensely and maybe creatine as well. But beyond that, I just wouldn't go for it. It's honestly, it's just a waste of money. And as a beginner, you wouldn't have to worry about it because I think supplements generally only make up about two percent of progress everything else comes first and everything else makes that 98 percent of progress you know better sleep are you training consistently how is your nutrition are you walking more and you know a lot of people think that supplement using supplements is one is going to cover up for doing really poorly in all those areas that i just mentioned so again supplements to be honest as a beginner it's a bit of a waste of money aside from the protein powder because a lot of people do lack in protein intake so i do think regardless of whether you're a beginner or not or even if you're working out or not, you would do very well to invest in a protein powder. But again, otherwise, I just uh, I just leave it and avoid it. Unless you're maybe lacking in something and you've done a blood test, but that's a that's a whole other conversation. I think just for general 
fitness, don't worry too much about it. As long as you're getting in your fruits and vegetables and uh, your protein, you'll be good. But otherwise, I'm going to leave it at that. I think I've covered everything I would cover. I would. I wish I'd done as a beginner from scratch. So to summarize, I would hire a coach if I could. If I had the money and I could afford it, I would focus on resistance training, make that my number one focus. I wouldn't turn up and do random workouts for the day. I would actually have a concrete training plan maybe like a push-pull legs or full body workouts. I would focus on having performance goals rather than being obsessed with the way I look, which looking back done probably quite a bit of damage to me at the time. And again, I feel the most, I don't know, free is the right right word, but uh, mentally better about just my whole training and nutrition approach. And then, so yeah, those, those are all things I would really focus on. Educate myself on calories, which foods are high in protein, how I can create a well-balanced meal, aim for maybe three servings of vegetables and or fruit a day and ultimately realize that no food needs to be off limits i do not need to exclude anything to make progress do some cardio just for the the health benefits cardiovascular benefits and uh, really make my main focus overall just my consistency and potentially add in a step goal as well but otherwise i'm really pleased to have done this podcast in one take which does happen sometimes, but it's rare. Usually it takes me about three or four takes, which gets a bit annoying by the end of it. But otherwise, it was a lovely to, to break this down for you. Let me know if you have any questions on the back of this. Never hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram, by the way, or Twitter or wherever you might be following me on. Because honestly, I love speaking to you. I'm more than happy to help out whenever. Otherwise, of course I would. Otherwise, I wouldn't be making these podcasts. I'm all ears. Or you can send me an email or you can even, you know, read my articles or download my free content which I'm also going to leave the links for in the show notes. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast on whichever platform you're listening to it on. And please leave a five-star review as well. It helps immensely. Otherwise, take care and I'll see you around.